Now entered squared circle 101. You got your man, that Italian stallion, Mr. Sonny Iliano. Now with me. Now he's not conceited, but his father is a pastor. That's why he's God's gift to women. My man Shooter, how you doing? Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. You're welcome. You're welcome. He's not conceited. He's convinced. Make sure you hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash Squared Circle 101 or hit us up on Instagram at Squared Circle 101 or talk a little smack to us on Twitter at Talking Smack 101. And get that Squared Circle app. It's available in iOS. Not yet on Google Play, but it's coming back soon, baby. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. The champ is here. Get the reporters out. You know what's going down. You know you ain't got to yell too hard in the mic, man. It's already. What'd you say? We got good. We got we got good equipment, man. You ain't got to yell at you, man. Hey, talking all hard at the mic, man. Relax, man. You're not MCing, man. They can hear what I say, but do they feel what I mean? They got. You know, you blowing out a couple speakers, man. That's right. That's how we do it, baby. The champ is here. Now that we're feeling good, I hope I got y'all hyped. If not, I blew out your eardrums. Let's talk about winning and sinning, baby. IamRCF.com forward slash contact. Three-week free trial. Not everybody makes it through the three-week trial. Some of them are one and done. They're going to die off. You tell them that Sonny sent you, Shooter sent you, and test yourself by Be Better with the best five years running. King 5 Evening Magazine. That's what we're doing. Man, I can't get enough of this place, man. Matter of fact, I... I cater a lot of my times around my day to go to the gym mm-hmm. like and it, it sounds really douchebaggish but you're not going to know until you get there and you see how family oriented this place is man how much fun you have and you see the progress report mm-hmm. and then also what's great is we just got done doing our uh taking our fat test basically is this ph fat or like fat like, fat, you know, size, fat, fat, yeah. size, fat, okay. and whatever. So, and then and they are, are they measuring your tin yunk or what? Are they doing? Or is it like arm things. It's it's everything. You get in the pool, man. Basically, okay. it tells you your you your muscle mass. Like yeah, pool? you get. And it tells you your muscle mass. It tells you your your uh, fat percentage. And then we got eight your weeks. Your length and girth, yep. also. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. And then it uh, after that, at eight weeks, you're supposed to diet and work out and we're going to see the difference between that so that's die with a t also just so you know <laughs> just in case anybody forgot about that one there no it's interesting thing because this is wellness this is fitness this is crossfit check them out tell them that we sent you three week free trial we love them they love us as well you know i saw my man the other day too low and um so some advice for you. if you if you're gonna for, for me yeah oh if you try to negotiate the workouts you're going to make it harder on yourself. <laughs> and more and more image of you hurting will we'll just eventually air out. That's nah, all I'm going to so, say. That's no, that's so the thing say. about it is I don't argue about the work. Yeah, I do argue about the workout. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, I can't help it. It's a salesman in me, man. It's, it's, I'm always trying to bargain. I still do them. <laughs> I was like, Rick James. Yeah, now nah, I, I remember. I don't remember like, slapping no Charlie Murphy, but yeah, I slapped Charlie Murphy. <laughs> yeah, I remember, yeah, I remember putting my foot on his couch, man. Yeah. Oh, so man. anyway, check them out. Iamrcf.com. We sent you three week free trial. RCF games coming up. They're only gonna get bigger and better, just like we are, baby. How are we winning? So, this is actually kind of funny because How this is a this is a, this is a quote coming from Hugo Centino that we uh, actually just got a fight in this uh, seeing this weekend. Name sounds senior uh, <laughs> or junior. Junior's the junior. Junior, yeah. You can have results or you can have excuses. You can't have both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder if that was a, was that, <laughs> that was they get before. That quote before after yeah, it was the fight. it was before it was before the fight. Great quote because it, it works breaks, both sides yeah, of it because yeah. he didn't he's not well, his well, own we'll words. get we'll get to it we'll get to we'll it we'll get to it chin down here man let's go mm. ahead and take care of this yes sir mm. bourbon is only made in Kentucky unless you got that crown royal money apparently. That's what they saying. That's what we doing. All right, let's get to it, man. We had a great, awesome, Another awesome, great awesome, awesome, weekend. awesome weekend. A so lot of big a, names, man. A lot of big names. Last episode was titled Resurrection Weekend. Yeah. We saw some resurrections happen. Correct. Some of them went right back to the grave they came from. <laughs> That's just what it is. So we'll start that off with the resurrection of Amir King Khan. This is a man who doesn't have to fight. He's pretty enough to just do celebrity 
If I was this dude, I would do Big Brother and Celebrity Rehab all year long. I would Maybe just do that, Big Brother while mod- out then Celebrity Rehab. Modeling could be good. Man, you could be the face of boxing promotion over there it's, in the UK. Exactly, man. you know. For real. And, and not only that, just... You know, look, have that little September 11th look as well. Can help maybe, you know, help uh, build some bridges. Who knows? But he's going against a Paisan, Phil Lo Greco, not named after the wrestling. Uh, well, this was uh, about 39 seconds, 40 seconds? 39 seconds was what this fight took place. And this was the first fight that actually uh, popped up on my timeline. I didn't, uh, where was I? I, I was, was driving. Wor- yeah, I was working. I, I was working with this. And I literally... So, I literally watched it while I was. Driving. I think I think Amir Khan won. He gets a bad rap. We've talked about him before, but yeah. this is one of those guys who, as we go forward with this show, as boxing goes forward, period, uh, period. And when he does retire, you're gonna look back at this man. And you're like, hey, yo, this guy fought everybody. This he never ducked anybody. He read, whether he won or lost, he's one of those guys that died on the yeah. shield, and I respect him for that. I, mad respect for Amir Khan. This is a guy they they um, the British call him Chinny, you know, Chinny because people go to sleep well. I've seen him fight a couple knockout punchers that didn't put him to sleep. Yeah, Madonna. Um, Madonna couldn't put him to sleep. He hurt Madonna. Um, even when he lost to Danny Garcia, he got knocked down five times and yeah. kept getting up and fighting. His equilibrium was off, but he kept fighting. He was winning the Canelo fight that he should have never even been in. Yeah. Probably got a nice big payday because we haven't seen him since. And, and he got knocked out by a punch that would have knocked out anybody standing there. Yeah, basically. Basically. So, no, but this guy came in, and I don't want... He had the first knockdown. was great, And I don't want to just blame... Because we all know the the main thing with Amir Khan is his speed. Mm-hmm. His speed is his speed is the number one. His, 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 that's, that's his bread and butter is what mm-hmm. he had. But it wasn't all speed. It was his timing was crazy. And that's what I really enjoyed about it. Like, I had to watch it this a couple of times because it ended, you know, so abruptly. But it was great to watch and just his combination and his connect. It, it, it was just, it was just a good thirty. I love seconds. that Amir Khan throws two and three punch combinations at all yeah. times. Yeah. Um, he has the speed to do it. Exactly, and and he's one of those few that, you know, he, he maintains his speed and sometimes sacrifices power to keep it. You know, but to see him keep that speed and then take out Phil Greco in the first round, you know, he caught him the first time. The second time, it was a legit stop. Now, on the top of my head, I don't remember the last time I seen Americon do anything like this. Remo- rem- it's been a while. It remotely, like, remarkable what he's done. But so the last time yeah. he dismantled somebody like that, I'm going to reach for it, too. I even know uh, the name's Dimitri Salida. And, uh, yeah, he was a once-up-and-comer Europe- Eastern European fighter. And that was the last one that Americon uh, demolished, in, uh, I believe, in one round. Yep, that was cool. Hey, man, you're... On top Good of man, that's right. On top of it, Dimitri Salido, first Adam. round. Yeah. And then the um, the thing about it too is, since I don't really hold uh, uh, a place for Miracon as far as like one no of my favorites, he's yeah, 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 no emotional attachment with this guy. He's great for boxing. Yeah, like he's always going to give you a good fight. He's always fight entertaining, anybody. and I, I like it. So I'm glad that he got this and looked really great. And then we'll see what's going to be in the good future next out, quarter. Called out boner. That's who he wants next. So, so we'll in uh, one of the things, one of the things that we actually didn't even mention uh, last week, when we were talking about the whole Canelo, when we talked about the whole Canelo thing, is Miracon said, "Yeah, I just hope he wasn't on that Clint Buterol when we fought." I'm like, yo, bro, nah, you don't yeah. need. They, he didn't. He didn't need it to knock you out, man. So I was just like, slow down. That was just one of the yeah, things that I uh, forgot to mention yeah. last week. Yeah, he, 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 yeah, no, he didn't need that to knock you out for sure. Not even a little bit. Now the fight I was actually looking forward to the most this past weekend was the Frampton versus Donaire fight. Uh-huh. I was actually quietly, you know, anxious for this fight because I like Nonito Donaire. Yeah, he, I've been a fan of his for a long time. Um, experienced some great fights watching him over the years, and uh, Carl Frampton, the Jackal, I, he's another guy that I hold up in there as who should be ranked in the top. Top 20 for sure, pound for pound. He might even make a couple ten top 10 lists. The only one to hand Leo Santa Cruz a loss. Now, this was a good physical chess match where I'm not sure if... I think if it was a younger Donaire, <laughs> it, it maybe would have been a, a closer outcome instead so, of a domination. I know my handwriting is sloppy, but what is that first point that I made right there? Young, young Donaire. Young Donaire would have been a great 
I would have been a fan to watch that fight. Yeah. Watch it fighting a young dude. Because, like, from the beginning, yeah, great exchanges, and it was entertaining from the beginning. Oh, so the but the most of the, but the fight was one-sided. Yeah. It was lopsided. And what one thing I liked about this fight, from the Carl Frampton perspective, uh, well, he was killing at will. Like, mm-hmm. you can you can see that he did Landed what he wanted. But at the same time, is one of the things when we watch a lot of these uh, PVC fight cards, it's usually a great up-and-comer mm-hmm. versus a testy veteran. This was kind of like that, but this veteran Chest who's match. really mm-hmm. dangerous. So, like, even though... You saw in the, but the 11th round, yeah. he rocked Frampton. And, and yeah, those I uppercuts. believe he had him hurt. He had him hurt at the end of the 11th round. Yeah, he did. Carl Frampton walked through a lot of his punches, though, at first, too. Mm-hmm. Like, he didn't seem like he was hurt until he got into that 11th round. Yeah. And then what I liked about it is he um, he seemed like he was sm- getting smart in the ring. But not only just that, he was sharpening his skills against a veteran who he knows was dangerous. So it's it's one thing if you're fighting, you know, a doorman, mm-hmm. but... Or not even a doorman. It's one thing to fight against somebody you know you can beat, but just somebody who is just as dangerous, and you go there and you demolish him the way you did. I, I, I Carl Frampton actually so went up a little notch. One of the in my things book. that hurt Nonito Donaire is maybe one of the same things that uh, maybe could even hurt his career. Is he's had a lot of personal things in the background affect his camp and his corner. Um, at his has his uprising at at the time of his uprising where he was really on top of the game, um, where he at, at the pinnacle was when he left his father as a trainer and went to uh, Robert Garcia, right? And that's when a lot of things went really good, really big for him. Um, and one of the splits with him and his dad was it had something to do with his old lady, possibly, and also the Filipinos, they could tend to be a bit controlling with certain things. So that's always going to cause friction in a sport like that, especially if it's your son that you developed and trained, right? Now, this fight, dad not in the corner, even though that's, that was his trainer in his last fight when he lost to Magdaleno, um, not even never heard of the trainer slash cut man, and then in the corner his wife was giving him advice. She's yeah. not that bad giving advice though. Not the, not the best advice, but at the same time, if your old lady just yeah 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 that's in one ear out the other, you you ain't heard nothing. It's the Charlie Browns like you know if anybody's seen a Charlie Brown cartoon, but it's that wah 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 in and out. Even though I remember one point she yelled, she was yelling at him at one point like in the eleventh or twelfth round. But honestly, okay. Remember, she yelled at him. She was like, "Don't fight his fight." I appreciate that, and I love that your woman likes to sport with you. I, I don't would know. Advise I don't, against I don't, having her in your corner. Yeah, I say, I don't know if I could deal with that. But no matter what was going on with his corner, even if he had the perfect corner, the yeah, perfect cra- nothing, training cat, what was going to be different? Nothing. Nothing. Nothing would be different. Nothing would be different. But now, now, does his wife get a hood pass for this? I don't want to say anything sexist. It's okay. I'm here. <laughs> No, she doesn't get a no. She doesn't get a hood pass. Woman, go sit down unless you're Ann Wolf. <laughs> go go. Ann Wolf yeah, is probably Ann Wolf. Look, yeah. look, yeah. look. Ann Wolf is the only person that I can probably respect in that corner or say anything or yeah, blaring yeah. that advice. Especially when you come back and this is being. This is the first time I've ever seen her in a corner. You ever seen his wife in a corner do something ever, like ever, this? Ever. I've never seen anybody's old lady in the corner except when they're like. The only time you see anybody's old lady is when they're, you know, front on row, ring si- ring either side, crying what? or smiling. One of the two. And get ready, to get in the ring after you win a championship, yep. but not. Nah, you're not Ann Wolf. Go sit. Go go have a seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go have several seats. I'm not and saying that's the reason he lost, but I would advise against it. So. It's it's not his fault, but just like I said, it's not Nonito Donaire's fault. There was really nothing that he could do against Carl Frampton. He lost. He lost to Leo Santa Cruz, mm-hmm. the only person he ever, yep. whoever, you know, the only person he got a loss from, and the only person was to ever beat, you know, Lee, you know. Now, Leo all Santa signs Cruz, so. point Charles Frampton next fight will probably be against Lee, Lee Selby. Selby. And in Windsor Park in Ireland, I guess this is a big part. But that's I guess. if Lee Selby wins his next fight that he has coming up. Most likely correct? he will because yeah. he's probably fighting Joe Ish the Ragman. Uh, so they actually had, no, they he, actually had that up. And if I he was beats just, Lee Selby. If I was Carl Frampton, I would take to Twitter Storm and get all over Leo Santa Cruz and and start pulling out, hey, are you a man of your word? Do you not believe in honor? Like, you know, in the John, samurai. If, if no. we were samurai, you would have to kill yourself for not giving See, me. See, oh, to go back, not not a... Uh, oh, yeah, Josh Warrington. Josh nice. Warrington, yeah. 26-0, he's a boxer, only six knockouts. So, not a also, also from UK. So, one thing I could always say is that when you see a low knockout percentage on any fighters, they got a, l- a legit amount of wins. Yeah. They are never to be slept on. 
because you know they're not going to walk you down, right? Uh, but how are you going to Kiko, get- Kiko Martinez, oh, uh, Patrick Highland were two of his notable fights. Okay, not bad. Josh Warrington, this is a name I have read about, and there has been buzz behind it. So seeing him getting a shot at Lee Selby, not surprised, but Lee Selby, I feel like you've been doing the, the, the Adonis Stevenson thing for a minute now. You've been doing that for a minute now because we've mentioned you many times against who? Everybody in the you know, featherweight division. But names we want to see. Now let's talk about this Showtime card. Gervonta Tank Davis versus Jesus C-E-U-L-L-A-R. C-U-E-L-L-Q-J-A-R. Clever. Show you your phone. I can't stand you. I really can't. It's Jesus Cellular. Gervonta <laughs> Davis. So, big moves with him going to Kevin Cunningham as his corner. Legit corner man to have. Mm-hmm. I like Kevin Cunningham. He's no nonsense. He's got a nice reputation out there in St. Louis, and he has produced results with like Devin Alexander. We see the way that, how he looked in his last fight. And he's a very hyped fighter, Gervonta Davis. Now, Jesus Queller, one loss, Abner Mars. Qjar, you're killing me with that name, but what? Jesus' one loss is to Abner Mars. Where near the end of that fight, he started to take a lot more control. This is the first time he's ever moved up above uh, the 126 division and got destroyed. Would you agree? Is that the proper word, destroyed? Destroyed. Beat down. So, usually, usually when I am a lost for words, I've watched a lot of boxing. And I, I wrote my notes for this show. I'm not as good as you as far as remembering the facts because, you know, I drink a lot. Yeah, I, 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 a lot I of forget drugs my kids' yeah, birthday every yeah, now and then. But, you know, but, you, but you remember that. So, like, when it comes to that, I, I take a lot of notes, and I'm pretty meticulous about it just, just so I can point out highlights in there. You know what I have for Javante Davis versus um, Jesus Qjar? I got a knockdown in round three. Mm-hmm. Stupid power. Stupid power. And a TKO in round three. That's basically what it was. It was just a manhandling from the beginning. Dravante mm-hmm. Davis came in and he did what? This is the fighter that should have shown this up. Is, this is this is the guy. This is the guy. And to see what his last fight with Dravante Davis he had against Francisco Fonseca, like under the Mayweather card. Yeah, under the Mayweather card. The, the KO in round eight. It was just wasting time. You could have got him out of there a long time ago. If you if you would had a better camp, came if, in that way. He just he just overlooked difference. it, and you see, this is what I this is what I liked about him because this is the Javante Davis before that Francisco Fonseca fight, who we are expecting. This is who we want and who we, this is who I wanted to see all the time. I liked Tank before this, and and then did you see his interview, his post interview? No, I you didn't see the post interview. First thing, he gave honor to God, which you know I'm a fan of. Love that, you know, he gave the honor first. There, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, well, what I mean, can you say like, about that? What? It's, well, I mean, like, so now you're just saying God don't like Mexicans. <laughs> that, that's what I said. Based, oh no, he's Argentinian. I'm sorry. He's from Ar- uh, he's Argentine. So, but God. I mean, that's the thing. Like when no. you say like I like to praise God first, or, or did he mean Al Heyman when he said that? Um, he said he did thank Al Heyman. Yeah, right? Of course, yeah. you got to, or else you wouldn't be on TV. But when you say that at the same time, it's like so God picked you over him. Why? <laughs> you're hanging out with Adrian Boner. So right off the bat. I don't know why he would pick you. You're I don't know why I even talk to heathens like you, man. But anyway, but it, but no, but it's not. It's way deeper than that. But no, but I liked I like because that is acknowledging, yeah. especially what he's doing from then on. And then he went over his fun second fight. He was talking about how he wasn't focused. He you know he came in overweight and he was like, I had to change my camp. I had to change my location. Smart. I had to change it. Do what I wanted to do. So you should go back and listen to that fight too because he sounded mature enough from like the last time. When did it, when was that fight? You know what blows my mind about that. What? Who hangs out with Adrian Boner and gets more mature? Well, it, it, a, it's like me well, and you were a, a as immature as both of us are. We yeah, work together. Yeah. We still got our job done. Yeah. yeah so yeah. it's just like you're there for work, you know. Mm-hmm. Hey, and we and outside of this, we live. You know, That's we funny. live. That's we the live. Same proclamation. I I say with every orgasm I give. Don't, I just said we work together and don't oh, don't don't put me in that same boat with you, man. <laughs> don't don't do that. No, uh, but I like it. No, because it shows a different um, mindset yeah. and mental capacity Focus. for what he's doing now. So I like this, and I honestly think that he's going to continue on this path. I really Good want fit to because with this camp, Kevin great Cunningham, fit, great fit, great fit. I like what, what else? What else can what else can you say? What Not else can much. you say? He came in. He did he everything pumped. that we expected in the past, and, and got him out of there as quickly as he should be, and got out. 
a legit opponent. This is probably definitely, this is not probably, this is definitely the biggest test he's ever had and the most legit name he's ever faced as far as for opponent-wise. Yeah. The, I, I don't... Because he was 28-1 and one before that. When you're moving up in weight like that, I will never say that's the reason why you lost because you went up in weight and you're not going down in weight. Yes, yeah, so you're not you draining know, so yourself. Your, your, your camp doesn't change. It's just easier to make it, right? So now, before this fight, you know, his, his promoter, Floyd, mentioned about wanting a Loma fight on pay-per-view or whatever. They interviewed Loma about it, Loma, Loma Stanko, Lomachenko, you know, Stank Davis, Loma Stanko, um, about this, and he, and he was like, he, you know, when they mentioned, I love it when the guys, uh, you know, you can tell, whenever English is in their second language, but they try to speak it, it's always great when they stop halfway through the sentence and just go into their natural language and look right to the left or right, the translator, and the translator breaks it down, because that's when you know their brain is running fast. And when they mentioned this to him, he was like, he was like, you know, you looked horrible in your last fight. Yeah. And you have fought nobody. You've never even been the main event. So how can you even think this is a possible pay-per-view fight? He's like, you've only been the co-main event. You've never been the main event. And I thought that was a good call by Lomachenko. And he even said, though, he just wants to face champions. He just, that's all he wants to face. He moved up in weight to face a champion at 135, which is going to be um, Jorge Linares coming okay. up. And I like that model by him. So it's for Javante Davis... And also, you had to say, you know, why, why are you going to call me out now when I'm at 135 and you're 130, right? So we'll, we'll kind of see what this evolves from. Now, Dante, uh, our, you know, our brother from work, this guy thinks that Tate Davis would beat Lomachenko. Okay, so let me go, let me go in there. First of all, Rigando and Nicholas Walters, those are the only two people that I can see having out of your 10 fights yeah those are the names that you have you've been a main event but you've never been a pay-per-view draw yourself Lomachenko and it also so going back to Javante Davis hey Liam Walsh Walsh Jose Pedraza those are those are two names Pedraza's price yeah, is a legit it's gonna be is a legit 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 legit. so like the thing is resume neither one of you guys really stacks up as far as resume, like yeah. Guillermo Rigando, now they hold, they hold, they hold, now right now Rigando and uh, Nicholas Walters, those hold a little bit more weight, but not too much weight because Rigando well, did I mean, go at, up at a couple weight classes to do this. So, do you think Rigando, do you think Javante Davis could beat Rigando at 130? Yeah. You think so? Yeah. What too about, big, way too big. Way too big. And then what? They fought Nicholas Waters at one twenty six. That, that man, that would be a great fight, actually. So no, but what I'm saying at is, at one hundred thirty pounds, Nicholas Waters versus Javante Davis, great fight. No, I think Nicholas Waters gets slapped too. You think so? I think so. Axman. If Axman, this is the Javante Davis we were waiting for. A week ago, I'm saying all day Rigando. I mean, I'm saying all day Lomachenko. Yeah. Now, I'm still giving Lomachenko the slight edge, but. This is the Javante Davis that's really dangerous and really scary. Yeah. So yeah. I I would give this guy a, a legitimate chance against uh, Vasil Lomachenko. Yeah. And that's that's coming from just not even a week ago. This fight and his mindset, because the mindset is everything. Yeah. It's one thing you can have. That's we're exactly. gonna go. We're gonna that's go why. against in the next fight. The mindset is everything. That's why we're here. The, yeah. That's why we're here. Because you're. We've seen everybody go to the wayside, no matter how much talent they have, and no no. Matter how much the Tysons, we talking about the modern day Tyson, Javante Davis being like the modern day Tyson. That's what a lot of people call him. Yeah, that's, uh, that's what Tyson, Ferris and I read you know, already. Yeah, and then also, and even the earlier Mike Tyson, once he lost Cuss, you know his mindset wasn't right. So we still have a young Javante Davis. Just from his post fight interview, you should watch it. It it really made me like him go back to liking who he was before just because like I thought he was going to end up another Adrian Broner. So granted it's only one fight. We got we got we got to look at it on a larger scale and we're going to see what but I give this guy a sh- I give this I give guy a, sh- a shot. I give, him a legit I give him a shot. I give him a shot for sure. I definitely give him a shot but like I, and I think of like with mindset. How many fighters do you think mentally lost before they ever walked in the ring with Floyd Mayweather? Have, None of them. He had him beat before No, they I don't think so. I think Shane Mosley uh, no, because Shane Mosley is the only. When you talk about the, the times that, yeah, 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 when you talk about Mayweather getting rocked, that's the first person that comes to your mindset. Mayweather doesn't have the power to really shock or yeah. scare anybody. Mm-hmm. He has the boxing IQ to frustrate everybody, yeah. and then so, and this is where I give Javante Davis the heads up on any opponent that Lomachenko's fight. 
Nobody at Lomachenko fight has had that scary power like Javante Davis. Okay. So whether you land, we we've said it, just like Barry Sanders, the first person, the first person is never able to tackle him. Mm-hmm. You can't land. You're not landing two shots on Lomachenko. Yep. But nobody's had the power to land a good one shot on Lomachenko like Javante Davis can. Okay. And all he has to do is get him hurt. So okay. we've seen now we talked about yeah Lomachenko makes people quit because of his boxing IQ. It's not his power, it's his boxing and his Just, yeah. barrage that he comes out of you. Angles, everything, yeah. Javante Davis is getting these guys out of here. The listen, the the we're talking about how trash he looked and how terrible his performance was versus uh, Francisco Fonseca. Oh. That was the eight round KO. Yeah, right. That was the eight yeah. round. We, he still TKO'd him in eight rounds. So even when he's terrible, he's still great. It's just like it's just like when we we're talking about earlier Mike Tyson. Mike, I was watching. I forgot. I I was literally reading this on my phone, and I didn't even think I was gonna bring it up. But Mike Tyson was talking about uh, some guy he beat up, and it was it was, I think it was one fight or two fights after uh, Custom Auto died, and Tyson was talking about he still knocked him out like within like three four rounds, but he was like, I didn't have Cust to really. He was like, I didn't beat him the way I wanted to beat him. Mm. So he was like, I didn't have cuss. He was like, I was free. I didn't have cuss to, you know, tell me how crappy, I, how terrible I looked. Even He knocked him out, and it's just, like, still terrible. So that's how that's kind of where we're at with Tank Davis. We're like, you look trash against Fonseca, but it's still an eight-round KO. Yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. I, I only give him a puncher's chance against Lomachenko if they fought today. Um, if I was Lomachenko, I would fight this man as soon as possible, make him come up to your weight. But I think the mental advantage from experience and the angles he knows, if he starts putting him hands on Javante Davis, who has knockout power, where's where's his brain gonna fall? Is he gonna fall back just to rely on this one punch, or are you gonna be able to outsmart this man in the ring? Well, we're gonna we're gonna have to see once we get in there so because the thing, is, find out. the thing is, Javante Davis is still young. Yep, he's still right. young, but he's very talented. So I'm not going to take he's anything. He's very wet behind the ears for now, sure. Also, not old enough to drink. So now, also with the Lomachenko, are you going to 135 or do you stay or do you go to 130? Because he's you don't go, go down. He's go- yeah, you don't go back down. Not unless you're. It's not going to be advised. Like I think Mikey Garcia might have a hard time coming up here, and we'll talk about him soon. So Tank versus Loma right now. It's just a fantasy fight. Um, a lot of sides are getting drawn on this one. This is starting to build up for a good super fight that we want to see. But we're going to move on from these guys. And let's talk about Jamal Charlo versus Hugo Centeno Jr. I got it right there in the little hashtag, KTFO. First KTFO of the night. How did you feel about Jamal Charlo? Were you impressed by him or unimpressed by his opponent? What, what, is, what does this say on my notes? Nothing to see here. That's how quickly the fight was over. Like from the very beginning. No, 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 no. I got Jim after this. I can't. I so it, gay yeah. Sports. No, it's Jamal Charlie was too good. Yeah. He was. He was just too good. I. I couldn't even. I enjoyed the knockout. I enjoyed the KTFO. Yeah. But I. There was nothing to see here. I, mm-hmm. I. He didn't. I didn't have a boxing match. I watched somebody get pummeled and beat up. He did his job and he got him out of there. There wasn't a, I mean, it was not the second a second round. Scratch on him. It, not a scratch. Yeah. Like, yeah. Now, okay, yeah. now, what do you have to say about this? Because I want to ask something. Um, great quote from Hugo Centino Jr. <laughs> you can uh, do to that. Start off the show. I'm gonna give you that one. But one thing that so Richard Sherman, I'm gonna bring him up because the Seahawks, when we had that one Super Bowl win, the key factor in that was all the overlooked players that played with this big chip on their shoulders, right? The biggest gems were found in that draft from Chancellor to, to, to my man Earl Thomas, right? But they still played with that chip on their shoulder like because they showed a talent that should have went in the first two rounds, right? The Charlo twins, both these brothers are walking around with the same chip. Not always the best thing to have in a physically violent sport like this because these brothers have been beefing a lot lately. It seems like they're beefing with a lot of everybody. Like, there's, there's even YouTube videos of them getting into it about who's the better fighter. I love that, but at the same time, but I, I think they should calm down a little bit maybe. right? Because I know right, right now they're at that young prime age. The only thing coming out your mouth is, the only thing that is coming out your body is, is a very little piss and cum. That's all. Because so, that's all this testosterone ready to explode so on So listen, everybody. man. Like, I completely understand what you're saying. Now, I'm going to put this from a media perspective, us. 
if they calm down, what are we going to talk about? Oh, I found reason to talk smack about them before this. <laughs> no, but even still, yeah. but even still, didn't know. Like I'm talking about with them specifically. I like that they're beefing with everybody. I like that they have a chip on their shoulder. The only thing that we talked about just like last episode was, I don't want them to lose. But I don't want them to lose the, themselves. Yeah, lose I don't want to. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to lose John themselves. Jones so like, hopefully, yeah. Don't John Jones it. Don't. don't John Jones it. That's the only thing I'm worried about. These guys, if they're beefing with everybody, that's cool. Um, I liked what Earl Spence did. He was talking about. Uh, he called uh, Jamal Charlie with the AO man. You guys need to cut it out. You guys, you know, we need to come together. So, as, you know, as a you know, as Texas, a group. Right? Yeah. So. So it was just it was just one of those things. That's one of the that's that's something I liked about Earl Spence. But like, hey yeah, man, give us some. Give us some. Told Earl Spence, I knock out all Southpaw fighters. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I I can see it, man. These Charlo brothers are hey, dangerous, bro. Earl bruh. Smith's got that frame for uh, one fifty four. He sure does, so but at the same time, is if he's go, but if he's going up and wait, I mean, I give him a chance. I now I but do. Jermel Charlo. Jermel is my favorite of the two. Yeah, uh, Jermel Charlo. <laughs> I, I, I've, I, I've watched the video with uh, Dan Jacobs and him yeah. probably like 30 times just because <laughs> of Daniel Jacobs' reaction. Now, he is the mandatory with this win to, for the IBF title with Triple G. Um, Triple G heard him call him out, and he said, hey, I got to focus on this first as the professional he is, or it could be a language barrier. But then also Daniel Jacobs is ready for it. If you're Jamal Charlo and, you're han- and his handlers, which fight do you really take go after next? Does he have a shot at Triple G? I don't think he's ready for those problems. Or Daniel Jacob. But at the same time, is he I really ready for those problems? I think he's ready. I think he's ready. I think at one at one sixty. What what more do you need from Jamal Charlo? Like what what else yeah. can you do? What I'm what else to, is there? And, and as I scour my brain trying to think of a, a, other hundred sixty pounders who he could fight, that would be a legit test. That's it's not only like that a, is... a no name like Centino Junior. Uh, we should let's go Here. to one sixty pound division because we'll see. We know we got. We got Jamel, uh, we got uh, Triple G on there. Um, oh, Daniel Jacobs. Daniel Jacobs, of course. Um, Demetrius Andrade yeah, Demetri- has been Demetri- MIA. That would, that would have been, we saw him fight a few months ago, Demetrius mm-hmm. Andrade. Uh, really boring fight for the average for the average person. Uh, Billy Joe Saunders, Billy Ooh. Joe don't want that. Billy Joe, uh, actually, think- Billy Joe was on quote today. You know, in fact, what he said was, uh, he he said, "Who has he fought? He has no opponents on his name for Jamal Charlo." And he said, "Yeah, and if you want, he said, yeah, but I have no problem for him to come over here. I'll give him a pasting." Yeah, not sure so, what pasting means, but me neither. But it sounds good. Uh, see, you can't, can't even David Lemieux. Like, there's nobody. That's, Willie another, Mordrow, that's like, exactly what uh, but, that's, that's what Billy Joe said. He said, "You know, let, let him face Lemieux first, and then maybe we could talk." Sergey Derevchenko, but I I think he's above all those guys. I think when it comes to the 160 pound division, I don't even put Billy Joe Saunders know, up man. there. I don't either. Know. I, I, well, I'm not going to go against Billy Joe. Yeah, I, yeah, I know you won't. But I won't. all I see is Daniel Jacobs, Triple G, and then Jamal Charlo. That's all I see. Now, we need. If I'm Jamal, if I'm Jamal Charlo, like me, I'm all about the best fight possible. Mm-hmm. Jamal Charlo and Triple G would be nice, but at the same time, is there's no possible way that I can see Triple G going, fighting who he's fighting next, then Jamal Charlo at the end of the year and then possibly Canelo after that or if Triple G's fighting whoever now then Canelo in six months and then after like I, I don't I just don't see that so me personally Jamal Charlo versus Daniel Jacobs get your get your, get it together Is it get it together there's a little tremor there's there nothing be, man just hold, it. just hold it no I can see Jamal Charlo versus Daniel Jacobs being a great fight because that's a pick em. that'd be a great fight I don't think today I wouldn't pick him I would pick Daniel Jacobs because I think mentally Daniel Jacobs is just not as angry in a better place spiritually. Oh. And I think he has better talent and skill overall. But Jamal Charlo is in the zone right now. Yeah. I, I would pick Jamel Charlo to beat Daniel Jacobs just because just the way he's been on a hot streak. But they we'll both, see. They're both undefeated. They've yeah. both been on hot streaks. These are great fights. Yeah, Jamel Charlo, I think, has uh, faced better opposition in front of him with his... At least compared just the last few fights, just because Jamal Charles' one fight was to do with the bum knee, and then he beat Hugo Santino Jr. Um, badly. badly. The thing, the thing is, like, so I'm looking at these guys. It's I like, just feel like him calling out Boner, calling him a kitty. Well, are you talking about before the fight? Yeah. I like how he I said it's it. a Lions only weekend. Like he was I just like, that, look. Right? Yeah. But I think it's funny and it's kind of like a oxymoron. It's just like you're telling Broner. It's a Lions weekend, yeah. but Broner's the main yeah. event. So, it's just, but at the same time, is yeah, Broner had that look on his face, like really. What, what was Broner gonna do? 
Hey, bro. Hey, sure enough. But no, I, I. Sucker. Now, now, what about now? This is another thing that I had a question about. You were supposed to remind me, but you didn't because all you think was think about yourself. I know. When you get these guys out of here like this within two rounds and you're unscathed, how soon do you fight again? Because like I need, I need like I'm not talking about right away. Like a o three four months. Seven times in one year. So. Yeah. Get it. You didn't do nothing. You did all that training and you did not fight yeah. really. You you yeah, literally put in more. You you put in more. He's put in more work in his sparring session. His probably last day of sparring than he did in that actual match. And he's probably sweat more during yeah. sparring. <laughs> so, I want to see you again. Awesome, like I position. these these the Charlotte brothers, man. I really like and I really respect them. And then always entertaining. Always, always entertaining, great. Yeah. So these are two brothers that if if they're on your radar to fight. Fight them as soon as possible before Super Saiyan mode kicks in and they just get better. Because that's what's going to happen. Because time is on their side if, if, they're, as the if they as the stay clean. Now, Adrian Boner versus Jesse Vargas. How did you feel about this fight overall? Overall, what I, was really, I was really... Rating. <sighs> ten is FOTY candidate. One, don't watch it. Six and a half. Okay, this is legit. Six and a half. It gave me twelve rounds of good boxing, good. but it good was action. it was good boxing, but it was literally majority draw. Is what it came out to. So scorecards, scorecards, one fifteen, one thirteen, one fourteen, one fourteen, one fourteen, one fourteen. And one one judge gave it to Boner, right? Yeah, okay. gave it to Boner. Jesse Vargas won the first six rounds. Adrian Broner won the second six rounds. Mm-hmm. That is it. That is plain. But. Adrian I had Broner. Vargas winning by about one to two rounds, personally. That's because but you're I'm not calling mad him Broner. No, no, that's because you're a hater and no. you just don't like Broner. You don't like no, no. Like, like the thing is, if you sit there, go back and watch that fight again. That fight was a draw. And what makes me no, mad about I'm what not no arguing the, the what makes me mad about it was it was Broner's fight. He was comfortable from the very beginning. The only thing Jesse Vargas had was a higher output. Bro, that's he that's worked him the he, first round. So he, no, he, it, all his, all it wasn't even work. It was it, yeah. I guess you can say it was work because he all he did was him. all he did was throw more punches. Yeah. But as far as did he hurt Broner at any time? Well, so I'll, I'll say this. No, so, answer my question. Did he hurt Broner at any time? If if you get punched, even if you don't feel it right now, it's gonna hurt. And Broner didn't it's hurt him true. at all either. It's not true. I didn't see. We've seen, didn't, we've, seen, we've seen Triple G walk through everything. Yeah, they, they, we'll talk to Triple G when he's 60, 65, 70. We'll see how it feels on that one. <laughs> oh, well, then but, well, we're, not, we're talking about within 36 minutes of boxing. I'm not talking about but, 20 years down the road. With, with the, I didn't see either one of them really hurt each other at all. Like, I, no, like, I don't know. Jesse Vargas didn't get hurt. Yeah. But at the same time, is I saw Bro, Broner moving more meticulous and being able to get whatever he wants done. More than I saw Jesse Vargas because once Broner Kevin Cunningham when he yelled at Broner I don't know say? what round it was but he said he said yo he said they call you the problem I got a problem you're not working enough yeah he called him that, out that, no and but that's exactly that that's what it was the game change because those first six rounds I thought he looked like the same timid gun shy fighter that we've seen in the past it, well, I don't think he was timid or gun shy he has a problem with everybody who has power Jesse Vargas didn't have the power to put Broner out that's why I think it just took him a minute to go on but I don't understand why he didn't let us go way higher hit, way higher hit percentage yeah. but just lower very output accurate. very accurate very just accurate. low output it made it made me mad so it just it would when Adrian Broner fights it can be beautiful because mm-hmm. he is not before before Michael Smaidana, mm-hmm. before the Maidana fight. And no, in matter of fact, hold on, let me bring it up. Who did who did Adrian Broner come back to win after the Maidana fight? Ooh, after Madonna. Um, I'm not sure who he beat. Um, I'm going to say a no-name fighter because then he lost to Sean Porter after that. So he had one fight, I think, between Sean Porter and Madonna. If my... Ooh, I think Emmanuel Taylor. Is the name I want to say? Was it Emmanuel? No, I don't think it was Emmanuel Taylor. Hold on, it was. The name that popped in my head, Marcus Vidana. No, no, wait a minute. And the judges say it was Carlos Molina. Carlos Molina. Carlos Molina. There's two Carlos Molinas. There's the convicted pedophilia one, and then also the other guy. That's the other guy. So, after the Marcos Maidana fight, he came in. And he he threw more he threw more punches, but it was it's it can be beautiful to watch Adrian Broner when he is not timid and he is not worried about getting hit, and his he is way more exciting to fight than watch the Mayweather and has all the same physical attributes yeah. and he has more power, but Just the right. fact that he's not throwing punches is really 
pissing me off. Yeah. I, I don't, I, like, that's well, I all it is. Because the thing is, you judge every, and, and this is what a lot of things, is, especially being on Facebook or a lot of other these boxing mm-hmm. forums, you're basing anything Adrian Broner does, whether he wins or loses, off of Adrian Broner and not the opponent. Mikey Garcia is the exception. Mikey Garcia is a guy where you're just like, hey, yo, I give Mikey Garcia the heads, but Adrian Broner sh- can pull this out if he wanted to. That was a but every but dollar. everybody else, Sean Porter, like Sean Porter, John Molina, the, like John all Lee these guys, all these guys, Adrian Granados, you're basing everything off the Adrian Broner effect. Mm-hmm. It's, <laughs> the boner it's, effect. Yeah, the, the boner effect. You're you're basing it off is how is this training camp? Is this the Adrian Broner that mm-hmm. we know we can see who's good, or is this the slack off clown that we're now, used to seeing? I noticed now, he did lately. make two changes in his camp. You know, Mike Stafford is is had to fall into the background. Um, still in the corner with Kevin Cunningham, and uh, also uh, the guy who used to brush his hair. I don't see that his happening pops. no more. I think uh, he looks like he had to let him, he had to let him go. You know, you're not at the top of the game. It's like pops. You know, I, I like it when you're brushing the hair, but you gotta go. You gotta go. So. Yeah. That was probably the biggest change he needs. So Adrian Boner got called out by Amir Khan. I think that would be a great fight to watch. And that I would even put Boner to favorite because he might be able to knock him out. But who knows how that will work out. I don't think people would take that fight because he would have to fight him in the UK for more money. Now let's go into something I want to ask you. Is this shocking or not? Keith Thurman vacates the WBC belt. Now the ordered mandatory fight is Danny Garcia versus Sean Porter. Now this is going to be for the WBC belt. Now, these are both in the same management camp, so this fight should get negotiated, and we should actually probably get a date for this fight soon. Very, very soon. If they're smart, ooh, if they're smart, they're, they're focusing on first week of September, just in case if Canelo and Triple G actually fight. But that's going to be a legit fight to watch. Do you think, are you shocked by this at all? Him vacating? Yes. The reason, but I'm probably Do shocked for it. you think he actually vacated, though? It wasn't like Jose, like, Odele. Uh, well, well, he, well, one, Two things. One, he kept the WBA belt, so he's still a champion. Mm-hmm. They're not. They're, they don't seem to be giving him any heat about it. Two, how was if he could stay the WBC champ? What? What allows Adonis Stevenson to keep the belt this long? Mm, he's Haitian and has been convicted for pimping. Okay, no, but that's one of those things. Is like, what? How is the WBC press? And I'm not trying to put all this, even on a like, you know, Adonis got, Stevenson. I, I have but a like, record how, on Twitter but, of getting but, into it with the WBC. Like, so like, no, like, how? What is what is there around now? This is where I'm at because you know my fanism of Keith Thurman. He's that scared. He doesn't want no more beef or anybody. And he talks of it because like, even though Adonis Stevenson has kept his belt way longer and has fought no, way you less. No, scared. You think okay. Yeah, I'm sorry, but the fight way less, uh, especially terrible opposition. Keith Thurman is getting it from all sides. He is he has got the money belt in the most powerful division. Mm-hmm. So there is going to be a lot of heat for you to hold yeah. that. People go at go at Keith Thurman. Like yeah. you don't see people blowing yeah, no, up no, online at, uh, at, at Donald Stevenson. Stevenson because like you're like all right, Sergey Kovalev. It's just like you're Wait, it's like you're a punk. Just, you got? Okay. No, but like that, that's the thing about it though because like he is you no know, he's been hearing it from everybody. Remember when I told you about the dude who threw the fan who threw the something at Keith Thurman and he ducked and he was like that's what you're doing all the time you're ducking everybody and then and then he gets into it with a fan over over. The whole thing, and then it's like, hey, yo, there's a, there's probably a lot of heat on him. But what makes me mad about this? Well, the reason why I'm upset with this decision is because one, I don't like how I don't like how he's losing the belt like that. To be the man, you got to beat the man. Granted, whether it was his case or not, I want somebody to beat him yes. for this belt. That's what I want. And then the fact that when he comes back from his quote unquote injury, you get a mandatory shot right away. So you automatically don't have to fight. You automatically don't have to fight one of them because I'd rather have him fight everybody. I think what's going on is they're probably gonna to elevate him to like the super emeritus status, to where he's like still the champ, but we're we're gonna go let somebody else get the belt. Oh, Tyson period. Uh, Sergio Martinez, they did that to him when they gave the when they gave the belt to Chavez Jr. That's when I got into with the WBC over that specific situation. Now I see this as kind of a professional move. Like, look, Keith, Jose called him up. He's like, look, Holmes. We got to make some moves here. The WBA, their last champion before him was 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 Floyd Mayweather. We got to make some moves with the WBC because they were already getting a little heat about moving Danny Garcia above Sean Porter with his win, with his most recent win. Not sure if he deserved it or whatever. So we'll see how that kind of plays out. But I think it was just a professional move. You're going to see him elevate him to the status. 
and, and become that mandatory. We've seen it a hundred times. That's not that shocking. But I don't think he just vacated it. I don't think he just gave it up without that phone call coming in. Now, you say Keith Thurman's scared. Do you believe any of these fighters are actually scared to fight, or you think he's scared to lose the O? I think he's scared to lose the O. Okay. Uh, no, I, no, I, like so. You, you can like you can no. You don't make you don't make this and you don't make it to be the champion. You did. Keith Thurman has an impressive resume. He's fought Danny Garcia, ugly. He's fought he's fought Sean Porter. You know, fight. it was a great fight. And then he's he's beaten those two, and he's still undefeated, and he still holds the belt. But yes, I'm I'm I think he's scared to lose that all. Has I, I want to know what this hand injury is? Is this his pimp hand? Is he reaching back, swinging him? If he's not keeping his pimp hand strong, that's that's fighter. kind of on him. But at the same time, if it's fractured, a fractured is worse than a break. Okay. It's a little bit harder to heal. But just don't take my middle finger, Lord. Please don't. I. This is why we need to be further along in this mm-hmm. because I need to speak to his specific doctor. I want to be in the room like, all right, man, what, yeah, how? Hey, pri- yeah, private confidentiality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, whatever, yeah, whatever. whatever. Tell me. Tell me so I can tell our viewers and our fans of the we show just because right. I just can don't understand. Really I this? don't yes, understand. I don't, under- I don't understand. I, I need to see what this injury is. Like, we, who was it? Who was the, la- matter of fact, we just brought it up in the last episode. Who was the last guy who fought, who just fought Anthony Joshua? Tackham? Uh, Carlos, Carlos, no, no. Yeah. Carlos uh, no, Tackham. No, 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 Anthony Joshua just beat Joseph Parker. But Joseph before Parker. That was Carlos Tackham. Yeah, so he just beat Joseph Parker. And I was reading something like where Joseph Parker just came off like three injuries in the past, like in the past year, and he was able to fight. So, like, no, like, I have to know exactly what type of injury that he's he's facing and what's going on for him to be out this long. I think he's cherry picking and holding on to it, man. We'll see what happens, man. I like Duck Dynasty. I'm still a fan. But it's getting harder and harder to defend you, my brother. It's getting harder and harder. Now, Mikey Garcia, Robert Easter Jr. has been ordered at, by the IBF at 135. Uh, Mikey Garcia already vacated the 140 belt, I believe, to go back down to 135 where he held his power better. And uh, this is going to be an interesting fight to see. But is this uh, an easy win for Mikey Garcia? I'm not going to say it's an easy win, but I think That's it is. I think I, I think it is a win. Uh, Robert Easter doesn't have the power. I had Robert Easter. Uh, who did he fight last? Not Shafakov, but um. He has a he has a fight coming up with Komei. No, right? The rematch. Hey. Robert Easter Jr. Bunny, <laughs> nickname Bunny Easter. All right. Just when no. B-Rabbit. Who was who was it? Who was it? Uh, yeah, it was Shafakov. Shafakov was one of those, and then Shafakov was one of those fights that was just like if Shafikov. he was able to. If he was able to just put apply more pressure, he could have got that or win, even though it wasn't. Yeah, but Richard Comey was really good fight where he got the split where he got the split decision. I, Robert Easter doesn't have the power to really keep somebody like Mike, Mike Garcia, Garcia yeah. off of him. Who's a smart, hard hitting fighter? Smart, yeah. Now Carlos Quadras enters rehab. Wait, who who goes to rehab for PEDs? That that's the one thing that I didn't understand. Like, yeah. at what what kind of it, rehab? All it I said mean, was substance abuse. Um, maybe maybe he was into some substance that we don't know about, and that's why he stayed with the PEDs. Well, like what, Viagra and well, steroids. Well, I don't know, but no, but check this out though. So, like, if you're on, you know, if you're on substance abuse, you're not going to be, you know, focused on boxing as much. I'm saying I don't know for sure because I've yeah. never done it, but your PEDs is what's going to keep you at least. This viable. guy has had five, but his last four or five fights have all been televised on a major network. He's getting put on great fight cards, been coming up short a little bit, and had a lot of back knee. So we'll see what happens. Someone should have executed him on his back. Wow, I haven't heard that in a while. A long that's, time. That's, that's, that's a reach on that use, one. Up. I used to use those Who things, didn't? man. Who didn't? Who didn't? And all this is just straight alcohol. Now, the real sure deal was. Holyfield is launching his welterweight tournament this Saturday. It's called the Jose Suleiman Inventational Tournament. Um, it's going to launch with some names in there. Felix Diaz is probably the biggest name, but that's launching this Saturday. So we'll see if there's success out of there. Hopefully it would encourage more of them because we've had a lot of success with the World Boxing Super Series. Now, the fight card for this weekend, we'll start off with the three fight cards. There's one on Fox, ESPN, and HBO. Uh, the Fox one is a PBC card. we got Anthony Durrell versus Abraham Han. Abraham Han. Uh, this is actually a rematch, I believe. Abraham Han is that Korean dude. That got like punched or something, and, and it was a really weird ending, and got the loss. But I remember he was making it a tough fight for Durrell before he lost. Anthony Durrell, 
one of the two Flint brothers, like the Dayton family, your top authority. Very few people will get those rap references. Very. You said there's a rematch between them. Abraham Hahn. Click on Abraham Hahn. Who did he fight before? Who do we just see him? It might have been against the other Durrell. You are you thinking all black people look the same? It was Jay Leon Love. I mean, it might have been that fight then. It must have been the Jay. He lost on that one, right? To Love. Let's see. Disqualification. The D. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, cut. Accidental yeah, yeah, so headbutt. Accidental headbutt cut. That's what it was. Wow. I knew I was racist, but I didn't know that racist. Yeah. Wait, I'm half Asian. I get a pass. So. I don't see how that works, but go ahead. Continue. Because all ahead, Asians just, look alike. Just, we know that, right? Yeah. Go. Keep continuing. Let me guess. Fist bump right when you meet him. <laughs> Anthony Durrell, the dog, who needs to face the other dog, El Perro, and my man, uh, who was, God damn, what's his name? I can't think of it right now. Anyways. Oh. Oh. The, the Mexican dude, the, the El Perro, the dog. Um, Alfredo Angulo. Thank you very much. But Anthony Durrell against Abraham Hahn. This is maybe a nice, good chance for Han to show some good skills because I know he was giving Jaleon Love some trouble before that headbutt clash because I remember watching him fall after that. Couldn't continue. twenty six and three with sixteen knockouts. So I mean, Jaleon Love. We got that? Sergio Mora, Glenn Tapia, old Glenn Tapia. Yeah. No, not a, no. Well, that was, was Glenn Tapia yeah. when he was in his prime when he was uh, before he got shut down. But so. Are you a journeyman, gatekeeper, or are you ready to take that next step? I think Anthony Durrell needs to step up his opposition. Who was his last fight? Uh, Dennis Duglin. Oh, that's right. Uh, Caleb Truox was another one of the guys that he TKO'd uh, first round. Marco Antonio Rubio, Badu Jack, Saki Obika. So, you know, Durrell, he's, he's, he's had some fights. Work. He's got work. He so. seems a little bit mentally stronger than his brother. Um, not as much skill and talent given to him, but he's definitely worked his way back up in their rankings and deserves probably another title shot coming up soon. So we'll see what he does with it. We'll see what he does. Jose Zito Lopez is going to be the main event on that same card against a guy named Miguel Cruz. Heard the name Miguel Cruz. Probably not the same fighter. Actually, definitely Miguel Cruz. If we just yelled that in, uh, anywhere in Southern California, at least 10 heads would turn. And I'm just guessing. So this guy's 17 to 0 with how many knockouts here? Miguel Cruz. 11. 11 knockouts. Not bad, not bad. This is obviously going to be his biggest step up. So is this Jose Tito Lopez? Are they cashing in on their last draw with a nice name who's had some good action in the ring against the up and comer that they're hoping just to maybe transition? Even if you look, actually, they look When's quite When's the last light. time we've seen Jose Tito Lopez fight? Saw uh, Saul Corral, and that was a year yeah. ago, a little was, over a year ago yeah. now. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is a guy who uh, who found his little claim to fame by uh, breaking Victor Ortiz's jaw in a great action fight. So we'll see what happens here. This could be a pass into the torch, or the promoters trying to see what they have in their stable. Now, my man Jesse Magdaleno, Vegas bred, is going to be defending his title on the ESPN card against Isaac Dogbo. Should have been a bounty hunter with a name like Isaac Dogbo. So we'll see if that translates into boxing. Jesse Magdaleno should definitely, I think, get the win just because I never heard of Isaac Dogbo. But in boxing, you can never count anybody out. At all. At all. Everybody's got a puncher's chance. Big Baby Miller is coming up on HBO before Danny Jacobs here against a guy named Johan Duhapis. 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 Should have been a supervillain. Should have been a supervillain. The name like Johan Duhapis should be the mastermind. That's like a Lex Luthor type of name, right? So we'll see. I mean, anytime you hear a name like Johan, it's usually it's always a bad guy in the movie, right? Have you ever seen any winners with a name like Johan? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna no, I'm gonna geek out on you, man, for the Dragon Ball Z's. I I hear Gohan. Gohan, right? So when I when I hear that, so yeah, uh, Johan uh, Johan Duhapis. Uh, I like. This is record. Who? Oh, which one? Duhapis. Oh well, Jarrell Miller's 28, 20 and oh with eighteen knockouts. Nice. Uh, Duhapis is 70, 37 and four with twenty four knockouts. Thirty seven. Thirty seven. Okay, okay. So uh, this could be like another Lucas Brown type fighter. Well, we're, we're gonna see this because I Jarrell Miller, he's the one who went off on Deontay Wilder and talked about all the bums that he's fought in the past. So for in order for him to call out another person's matches and who he's fought. And not to not be the champ, 
you're gonna have to step it up and see, kind of see where Get you're at. It makes some, no, it makes some noise. Even you gotta you, make some noise. Even so even it's if just you like beat up an older shop worn Chris Ariola. You gotta do it because you gotta like, do it. You gotta get that name on there. You gotta get him out of retirement, whatever he's doing. Because you can talk about all the, you talk Brian about all, Jennings. you can talk about all the bums that he's fought. Go after all I know Dylan is White. all I know is he knocked out Luis Ortiz, and that is a feat. So. And Lewis Ortiz is a better boxer than Drew Miller. Miller. Oh, yeah. Deontay Wilder knocked out Lewis Ortiz. Yeah. yeah. So just what I'm saying. So make sure you're on your toes, man. Cause I forgot to mention. Because not, not only are you just fighting for your own self and fighting for the title shot, this is you. This is your auditioning. Mm-hmm. Every match that you're fighting is an audition. Yeah. The last person named Big Baby was uh, in the Lakers, right? What was his name? No, Glenn Davis. That was for the Boston. That Glenn was for Boston. Okay. Wait, that's the same person. Okay, never mind. So, Big Baby Miller, we'll see what you got because you got a mouth that's running and yapping. So, hopefully, the skills can back it up. You're in the business where it definitely better, or else we'll forget about you real quick. Talk about you later. Become another joke like uh, Never Miller Time. Something. We'll work on that. Now, my oh, man, God, the Miracle Man, Daniel Jacobs versus Masij? Macy J? Macy J. Sulecki? Is it. Is that Massage? Did they make this person up? No, they didn't make this up. Is this guy a real person? Slecky? Yes. Shout out to Eddie Hearn by, uh, you know, going across the globe, finding an undefeated fighter to go against Daniel Jacobs. The 160 got a lot of names in it, right? Mm-hmm. Now, when but you, there's still only three at the top for me. It's very rare when you're going to see a UK, European promoter sign a American fighter not just an American fighter, but a top name American fighter who's got a nice following, who can get paid in New York for the next ten years doing whatever he wants. Uh-huh. Right? You live like a king in New York for sure. Talk about Daniel Jacobs. He's got a fan friendly story, great personality, good on camera. Good for the sport of boxing. Period. And too. Even like, in moments give, where he yeah. gotta kind of step out of side that you know that nice professional demeanor when we saw with him in the Jamal Charlo. I like Daniel Jacobs a lot. Can we look this up? I want to see who this guy, Macy J, is. <laughs> Massage. This is Macy J. <sighs> Macy J, like, <laughs> he's about to go out like Macy Gray and disappear Stop. fast. Stop. Stop. Daniel Stop. Jacobs. One loss, two losses, Triple G and Dimitri Pirog. So the unanimous decision to area shouldn't happen. I thought he could have got him out of there, but uh, Macy Sulecki. He's 26 and 0, so he's fighting somebody who is worthy of being there. But that's the villain from Black Lightning. Oh God, uh, you got somebody who TKO'd Hugo Centuro in the last round. So we just saw, we just saw, mm. you saw Jamal him. Charlo just get you, you know destroy him. Uh, Jack Colke, well, that was a that was the only other name. That's that, another name on there. Yeah. Uh, Demetrius Andrade beat him. So we'll see. I mean, this is a, where's this guy from? Macy J. Macy is Poland. Poland, okay. So, it's so, of course, when you're outside the U.S., we will definitely not recognize a lot of the names on there, except for the ones that our fighters have came across in the past. Stop that. Um, I recognize his name. I just never seen him fight. Hey, how many knockouts? Ten. Ten. Okay. So he's a boxer. He's definitely a boxer. So we'll see what happens here. Hopefully, this could just be a good, entertaining fight. I want to see Daniel Jacobs get a nice, solid, convincing, easy win. And hopefully his next fight is going to be up against top uh, opposition. Same with Jarrell Miller. So, Daniel Jacobs, you talk about you want the bigger fights. This is an audition. Mm-hmm. This is an audition. So, you saw Jamal Charlo's, what his output was. And you're fighting for that Triple G, Canelo sweepstakes. Mm-hmm. So, you need to make your presence known. So, if you give this another unanimous decision fight, Jamal Charlo's probably going to get the head. Yeah, this 154, 160-pound division is, is, is mixing up really, really nice. I know we got Jared Hurd calling out Jamel Charlo. Saying, keep running your mouth, even though that was their saying first. So we'll see if that pans out. That I think that's a fight projected for later on this year. But a lot of action coming up this year, even though we're losing the big name fight that we expected this single de Mayo, we still got a lot of good things to look forward to in the future. Not just life in general, but some good entertainment, some good scheduled boxing. Make sure you hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash Squared Circle 101 or hit us up on Instagram at Squared Circle 101 or talk a little smack to us on Twitter at Talking Smack 101. Tell your friends, tell your family about us. The word about helps a lot because that's one of the things that, that there's no digital platform for it. It's just you saying I enjoy this. You might enjoy it too. Check it out. And if we don't make you a fan, let me know why. 
Why not? And then, and no, if it's just because you're not a boxing fan, whatever. You still listen to one episode, I'll take that win. That's just what it is. How are we winning, man? What was that quote again? By Centino Jr.? You can have results or you can have excuses, but you can't have both. You can't have both. It's, uh, it's, like, it's like anal sex, right? You can have results because you get it done, but you can't have excuses if you don't, right? Something like that. Uh, uh, oh, no, no, no. It's, uh, everyone's no. got one and it smells or something like that. Who knows? Oh, God. This show's over. This show's over. Make sure you hit us up. Tell your friends and family and download that Square Circle app available in iOS right now. Check it out. We're dying for feedback. We see everybody out there listening all over the UK. Shout out to y'all. Shout out to everybody in Virginia who listens to us. Everybody in the DMV that listens to us. We got a nice little buzz in the East Coast. We appreciate y'all. Hit us up for some feedback. We're dying for it. Anything. Talk a little smack to us on Twitter. Tell us you suck. Or even give us props like, yo, you're doing it big, half big, whatever you want to call it. Check us out, man. See you.